Hey, everybody. I'd like to thank DZ Kinetic once again for joining us on the podcast last week. Another award-winning episode, of course. This week, we get into some news items. We break down another great video from Enders, a really fun MW2 versus Battlefield 2042 comparison video. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And then we uh, get into some community Q&A questions. So uh, check the show notes for an invite to our Discord course check out my twitch page twitch.tv slash dubfire33 and don't forget to check out our patreon patreon.com slash play the objective all right thanks everyone enjoy the episode all you care about is money this town deserves a better class of criminals and i'm gonna give it to That's right. A better class of criminal, or at least a better class of video game company that wants to take your money, right? <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're back. Episode number 85 of the Objective uh, Battlefield podcast, live from the one and only Motor City, and of course, and of course southwestern Ohio. How the hell is everyone doing out there? I sincerely hope this podcast finds you well. I am, of course, as always... Your host, Dubfire33, joining us as always. You know him. You know him. You love him. The other Evan, only slightly bad. How are you doing tonight, man? Good. Good. This will be, be a quick little fun one. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it might be quick. It might be, it might, or it might not be. I mean, it might, it might we could go a little bit longer than uh, I expect, possibly. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, it's been, um, it's been pretty fucking slow <laughs> the past couple of weeks for uh for battlefield news battlefield anything really for that matter uh since the patch and shit so speaking of which i would like to um you know uh, i mean it kind of sucks right coming off an award-winning episode like we had last week right you know just just coming off an absolutely award-winning episode and then having a week to just like you know of really not a whole lot to talk about uh, but you know, whatever, that's fine. That's just, that's the, that's the content creation these days. Right. So speaking of which, uh, I would like to, again, thank once again, DZ kinetic for joining us last week. Uh, that was, that was a fucking great conversation with him. Actually, yeah. that it was a lot of fun. It was a great conversation. It was illuminating, educational, fun, cool. He's, the, the dude is an absolute real one. The guy clearly loves his video games. He clearly loves playing Battlefield. Uh, so I want to thank DZ Kinetic once again for joining us here on the podcast. That was that was really a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget to follow him, of course, twitch.tv slash kineticgaming, K-I-N-E-T, Wait, kinetic, K I N E T I K, kinetic gaming, right? Did I spell that right? I'm so fucking terrible. I probably should have like actually typed it in the show notes. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, it's it's kinetic with a K, basically. 
which I don't know how kinetic is. Well, no, kinetic is. Uh, well, kinetic is spelled with a K, but the last uh, consonant is a C, you know, in spelled spelled properly. But he spells it with two Ks, right? So, yeah. Anyway, clearly, I clearly did not pay attention in English class. So, yeah. So, of course, I'm exactly who should be hosting a podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Again, thanks again, DZ Kinetic, for, for joining us last week. That was a fucking great episode. Got gotten tons of great feedback, actually, on that episode. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, before we get into anything else real quick, I want to remind people, if you're new to the podcast or if I just I haven't really mentioned it to you in a long time, rate us on, uh, rate us on Apple, on Spotify. Uh, you know, leave us five stars, four stars. Don't really care. Call us 30 FPS casuals. Tell us how trash we are in the review. I don't give a shit. Uh, you know, just rate it. Yeah. Rate us on Apple or Spotify, whatever app you listen to us on, whatever podcast app you're, you're listening to us on, uh, just helps with the analytics. I feel like, uh, you know, the listenership has been consistent. That's for sure. It's a very consistent listenership, and I very much appreciate everyone that listens. Uh, but if you haven't rated us yet, yeah, uh, go ahead. And, you know, leave us a rating or even, like I said, a review. Uh, so before we get going here, quick announcement. Not real quick, but we'll try to get through it fairly quickly. Speaking of interviews, uh, one good interview deserves another, right? So I was contacted by... None other than Julian Jenganu. I hope I'm pronouncing that last like part of his name right. Uh, if you're not familiar with Julian Jenganu, he is a uh, Twitch streamer. He also hosts another Battlefield podcast called The Battlefield Show. And he got in touch with me and he wants myself and only slightly bad to join him on his podcast. So keep an eye out for that uh, when that happens. Me and him will be joining him tomorrow. I think sometime around three or something. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, it's another Battlefield podcast that he's been doing. He's been doing for quite a while, actually. And uh, I have I've listened to a few episodes. It's a good podcast. They cover a you know they do a very very much a very you know kind of similar podcast. To ours cover a lot of things going on in the game and news and stuff like that. Uh, but he actually has he generally every episode has. Someone pretty, uh, someone pretty, you know, another Twitch streamer or some other kind of Battlefield content creator on on his show. So it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Listen, uh, so yeah, so check that out. Look for it. Here's the thing about the name of his podcast, right? There is, in fact, another <laughs> podcast out there called the Battlefield Show. Um, so that one is not the one I'm talking about. We're talking about Julian Jenganu's The Battlefield Show. Uh, so to find it, uh, the, I believe he the best way to find it would be to uh, search for it on Spotify. If you listen to your podcast on podcasts on Spotify, or what you want to do is you know you listen to this podcast, right? Use your dumb little thumb and scroll to the show notes for this podcast because I will in fact put his link tree. In the podcast, in this podcast show notes, and that link tree will take you to his YouTube channel, his Twitter. Uh, it, it will take, or it'll take you to the podcast on Spotify. Speaking of which, uh, like I said, Twitch.tv/slash Julian Janganu. That's J A N 
G-A-N-O-O. Follow him on Twitter at BF Pod Show. That's at BF Pod Show. YouTube.com at The Battlefield Show. Uh, and he's also on TikTok. I think if you just search uh, the Battlefield Show on TikTok, you'll find it on there. So yeah, so me and Only Slightly Bad will be joining him tomorrow to uh, yeah talk uh, talk some Battlefield and shit like that. So so look out for that. Uh, on like I said, the, really the easiest way to get to any of his information is either like on his Twitch page or like his YouTube page because all he um, he posts a lot of videos of some of these. I don't think we're doing a, re- a video recording, or maybe we are. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow. He said it's not going to be live, so we won't be like, there won't be a way for any of you guys to like, you know, uh, go to a Twitch page. We won't be streaming it live or anything. We may still be doing like, I don't know, and he may post uh, the video of it on his on his YouTube channel for all I know. So I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow though, but keep an eye out for that. So so that should be, uh, that should be fun. He's usually joined by Gravity13 on his on his podcast, who's a uh, pretty big Battlefield 4 streamer. In fact, that's pretty much th- the only thing I've, I've ever seen him stream. I think I may have... Do you follow him on Twitch, Gravity13? I do not believe so, no. Oh, okay, well, you're... Okay, well, cool. Well, way to piss off the, the podcast hosts, right? Sorry, buddies. <laughs> Just kidding, man, yeah. But uh, actually, I think, it, I think he streamed Battlefield 2, actually, not that long ago, so... Yeah, so there you go. So that's it for the announcements for this week. Um, so yeah, so let's kind of get into some shit, you know, some stuff, some Battlefield stuff this week. Like I said, not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, cramped Club up in the chat. Baked like a fucking cake. <laughs> Did he play last night with you guys? I couldn't play last night. I had like all kinds of weird system issues i man that sucks well fuck get scammed patrons sorry about that fucking osb's fucking internet sucks and my boomer ass fell asleep at nine o'clock at fucking night last night man i was so fucking tired dude it was just a fucking it was kind of a just long week for me and i fucking was i was so fucking tired by, by the time by the you know nine o'clock rolled around and i was just like i just was not feeling it and i fucking lay down and i didn't even like really like mean to go to sleep i lay down in my on my bed not even under my covers just lay down on my bed and i was out <laughs> and I, then i woke up at like one o'clock in the morning like well man and then i fucking got out of my covers and crawled into bed so anyway so get absolutely absolutely scammed patrons sorry about not playing battlefield with you last night but we may rectify that problem tonight we'll see so probably actually because uh speaking of the game as i said we're going to get into it now playlist update uh so they added something called flashback breakthrough this week and it is a 16 v 16 on eric harbor uh, so it's 16 v 16 breakthrough on erica harbor and no shark canals um I don't know, kind of lazy that they didn't do it for Caspian Border and Valparaiso also? Like, why would you just... I mean, four maps. Like, rotate four maps, right? But, I don't know, whatever. Um, did you get a chance to play it at all? Uh, yeah, I've played a couple of games of it. It's very team-dependent. If your team is bad, it is no fun at all. But if the teams are even moderately close in in skill level, you can have a pretty good time. I had one earlier today on Erica Harbor that we took every sector, but they fought us tooth and nail throughout. 
it was uh, it was a good time. It's like I said, very team dependent. Yeah, and dependent on if like if you're playing with a squad, it'll be way different. Right. Yeah. You'll actually communicate with people. Sure, of course. Yeah, it's kind of so. It seems like they kind of did this like right on the heels of the whole Liquidators thing, right? Yes. Yeah, a little bit smaller game mode, some, some kind of a tactical thing. Whereas, um, yeah, the Liquidators was a tactical conquest, more like domination type kind of thing. So they kind of brought it to breakthrough, sort of. Uh, so, um, yeah. Sorry if you're hearing some kind of weird. I don't, dude, holy crap, did my mic just pick up the wind? It might, I don't know, whatever, this, my GoXLR has been acting up a little bit lately, I get some weird noises in my headphones, anyway, uh, yeah, I haven't had a chance to play it, I'm, <laughs> we'll get into it a little bit, I haven't, I've barely, I've barely played Battlefield at all this week, actually, because, uh, yeah, another video game come, came out this week, uh, you know, MW2, we'll get into it, so, uh, yeah, uh, it sounds interesting, uh, people seem to have liked it. Um, speaking of like what you just said, I love it when you have a good breakthrough game like that where yes. you win the game, right? But you don't just fucking absolutely roll the other team and and you know in like t in five minutes, right? Like it mm -hmm. takes almost the like every last ticket you have to to, to take those sectors and break through and win the game, yeah. Because both sides yeah. feel good. Even if the even if you were on defense and you lost, you still feel like holy shit, that was a really close game, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Games like that are yeah. definitely fun. So, and anytime I get to break out my twelve M and it not be like with slugs just to fuck around and piss people off, <laughs> I have a good time. Sure, right? Yeah. Just fucking rat it up with the twelve M. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, so yeah. So that's uh that was what you've been playing this week. Uh, everything else was pretty much uh, the same. I think it was it was Master of Arms Conquest for the yeah. Conquest playlist and uh, the flashback the flashback breakthrough. So, uh, so let's move on to some news items uh, that we that popped up this week. Not a whole lot really. Uh, Temporal tweeted out an interesting little tidbit. Looks we could looks like we might get, be getting motorcycles in Battlefield 2042. Uh, the latest Battlefield 2042 update includes references to several motorcycles for the Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 1942 era. I am therefore expecting a return of dirt bikes, the BMW R75 and the Harley DXA42. So interesting. Um, how do you feel about the possibility of motorcycles returning to the game? Well, it depends. If it's only in Portal, I'll probably never see them. Uh, if they're in literally anything else, I will ride the fuck out of a dirt bike. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Throw some C5 on that motherfucker and go towards a tank. Yeah, buddy. Shit, bro. yeah. <laughs> Fucking send it. <laughs> Just lick a stamp and send that C5 flying in a tank. That's right. Uh, yeah, I think that'll be kind of neat. I dug them a lot in uh, Battlefield 3 in the end game expansion when they were came out for end game. I thought they were pretty fun. Actually, I was actually looking at that. It made me think like, yeah, what were, what game was it in? Yeah. And it was, he, well, he mentioned battlefield three and I was like, when it, it was like, what was the expansion end game? And I'd say battlefield three end game had some really good maps. Actually one, a couple of the maps were absolute fucking bangers. I remember, I remember playing on, they were actually quite a lot of fun. Um, 
So yeah, so there's that. Um, speaking of uh, DZ Originals, another member of DZ Originals uh, put out a new video just a few days ago. Uh, I'll look at the date here and find out. And uh, of course, again, go to the show notes, right? Because I'm going to link the videos to uh, you know this video, Julian Jankadu, all that, all that stuff will be in there for you to find. Uh, so DZ Decisive, who <laughs> I apologized to on the last podcast for accusating <laughs> about a few months ago. So that was that was fun and exciting uh, when we were talking to uh, DZ Kinetic. Yeah. So, but DZ Decisive put out a video about the latest patch, and uh, mostly he talks he talks about the portal weapons, uh, and there was some interesting tidbits about damage and stuff in there for the portal weapons. A lot of the stuff we kind of talked about how you know just they're how they're not particularly good, and but he got into like some details about the AKS uh, and the um, the ACWR. So definitely check out the video for sure to get that information. But what I wanted to talk about, and you sent this video to me, uh, there were some silent nerfs. There were some shadow nerfs uh, that happened in 2.2 that were not in the patch notes that he uh, that he discovered. Uh, and one of the more interesting ones was uh, the nerf to the goal magnum. So, have you? Will you? Did, have you like kind of tested this yourself at all? I haven't. Um, no. Okay. You know, now that I think about it, I have used the goal a little bit, and yeah, it didn't seem to one shot. Yeah. Like it used to, but I've used it so little. I've been working on the DXR if I'm sniping. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. So the so the goal magnum no longer one shot body shots uh inside 50 meters uh which was kind of a big you know which is kind of a big deal that was kind of the one thing obviously a lot of people you know sort of dug about using that sniper rifle um was that you know that one shot inside the 50 meters and up to 50 meters was pretty powerful uh so yeah so don't uh, don't expect to be one shot in people inside 50 meters anymore with the gall uh there is of some weird one second delay now when you are in this, you know, this was, he kind of listed this as like a silent nerf. This could just be kind of some kind of weird little glitch or bug, but apparently after you get revived, you're pretty much like stuck for like an entire second before you can start moving. Is that, have you noticed this at all? Not really, because I either don't get revived, or <laughs> well, if I do, true. I'm behind <laughs> a bunch of cover and some sniper got a lucky headshot on me from a billion meters away. Right, yeah, so... You know, I I haven't really noticed it, although I can see it. Yeah, I haven't... I don't know, I remember... I, I feel like it's not something that happened right when the patch came out because i haven't played since like right when the patch came out uh so i don't know i don't know if i've experienced it myself or not so well, i don't know if we play later we'll, we'll we'll find out for sure um and of course patch 2.2 brought a big problem with the game crashing for a lot of people um not for myself or osb for some strange reason uh but a lot of people uh, it's have been having a problem with the game crashing. Apparently, there's two types. Like some people's game will just will just fucking shit itself and crash. Apparently, there's one he kind of he referenced it as like the slow mo bug. Like 
all of a sudden you'll start only getting like 20 or 30 frames for like, you know, and then, you know, and then about, I don't know, some time after you've been getting 20 or 30 frames, boom, the game will just crash. So I don't know if you've probably been experiencing it, experiencing it. It's been happening to a lot of people. Um, apparently you can, you can clear the caches, the game's cache files, and that'll help uh, fix it. Or some people, he said, D, uh, DZ Decisive said, uh, checking the integrity of the game files in Steam, if you run the game through Steam, seemed to fix it for him. So uh, didn't you post something in the Discord about a fix as well? I think it was something about verifying game files. Um, okay. I know I saw something on, it was probably Twitter or Reddit, and I shared it, but I have I didn't have any problems, so I didn't need to uh, Excuse me. Uh, okay. Yeah, so there you go. So I don't know. Those are all, you know, hopefully if you've been experiencing it, you've been able to find a way to, to rectify it because it's been uh, annoying the shit out of a lot of people for sure. Um, and I kind of, and he talked, one of the things he mentioned about the portal weapons, I definitely did say this before, but I kind of want to get into it a little bit more real quick. It is lazy as fuck how they added these portal weapons to the game. It's so fucking lazy. And it really is very annoying. It's just like, it's just, it feels like just, it feels so much like they're simply just placating the player base. Like, yeah, we really don't have like a ton of weapons. And instead of like actually doing like actual work, you know, like creating new weapons, like actual new fucking weapons for all out warfare. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna port these portal weapons over to the over to the all out warfare side so you can use them in all out warfare. But we're not gonna like add any other attachments. We're not gonna add any uh any cool camos for them or anything. If you master them you're not gonna get the cool, you know, tier one you're not going to get the cool tier one skin for them, the red and black tier one skin. No, we're not going to do any of that shit because we're dice and we're just fucking lazy. <laughs> we're just going to fucking bring these. What We're just going to port them over and basically do next to nothing for them. We're just going to flip some switches so that you can now select them as part of your loadout in, in all warfare. And yeah, and it's really, it's that's frustrates the shit out of me. I mean, they did add those new lasers which okay that's kind of neat which i haven't unlocked any of them yet actually so have you unlocked all of those new lasers for for the guns one one of them (laughs) you fucking rat (laughs) you don't ads with the gun the easiest one in the world Okay, okay, if you have a point there, but it's <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> you McKay up onto something, and then you just do shotgun stuff from there. <laughs> just fucking hip fire the fuck out of it out of everybody yeah. in sight. <laughs> yes, and you have an ammo box, so ammo is never a concern. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's pretty funny. I haven't unlocked any of them myself yet either. But like I said, I haven't played in quite. I haven't played in like like close to a fucking week actually so uh, yeah so those were some hidden hidden stuff hidden nerfs uh that you'll find uh in patch 2.2 and uh moving on to one other quick little item here 
you sent this to me. This is kind of an interesting little, uh, this has kind of been going around, uh, this sort of sentiment. Um, obviously, of course, this week we're going to be talking about MW2 a little bit. I mean, it's a big deal. MW2 launched this week, obviously. The MW multiplayer. Um, yeah, so Shroud, apparently, everyone, if you don't know who Shroud is, then you don't really, you know, I guess you just don't watch YouTube or Twitch, I guess. Uh, yeah, big, you know. Well, he was a he was like a pro gamer for a long time, right? Yeah, I think it was like CS:GO or something. Yeah, yeah, he was like a real famous famous pro gamer, um, much along the same lines as like Nick Merck says, like you know, because that's why that's obviously how everyone knows who he is. Um, and of course, he streams and does videos, and I don't think he does. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, this tweet, uh, Danny on PC uh, tweeted this little clip, uh, Shroud. Rather play, rather plays BF than MW2, and honestly, I do agree. MW2 is such a chore to play with SPMM and its camp. So that's uh, I don't know I, whether or not Shroud is actually going to play Battlefield 2042 a ton on stream. Who knows? But it's an interesting little tidbit because it just kind of the sentiment around MW2 is sort of. It's super mixed, right? It's like super mixed right now. Uh, yeah, which we'll we'll get into a little bit more. Actually, we're gonna get into it right now. In fact, I believe if I look at my show notes, because that's gonna bring us to the next the, the next video, next content creator uh, that I wanted that I want to talk about. Uh, Ender's. So th- did you did you happen to watch this video that I, I mentioned did. in I here? Watched it. I okay. watched it this evening. Actually. Cool. All right. Cool. So. Yeah, so that's what I mean, that's what I mean uh, folks, faithful podcast listeners, objective, objective, faithful. Uh, you know, that's pretty much what we're doing this week. <laughs> we're talking a little bit of Battlefield. We're also talking about MW2 because it's just been that slow for for Battlefield. And obviously it's a big deal because MW2 released this week. So obviously like tons of people have been talking about it. A, a bunch of people in our community have been playing it. Rob Dog's playing it. Just This Just In's playing it. Uh, I believe... Uh, Junkie Boy uh, got a hold of it. He may be playing. Evan refunded it. Yep. So you know what? Okay. Well, do you want to do you want to talk about that before or after we talk about Ender's video? What do you think? It doesn't. It doesn't. Matter. It doesn't really matter. All right. Well, let's talk about it after. So because we'll, we'll we'll get into that a little bit. So so Ender's put out a really a very good little video, uh, and he did a side by side comparison, uh, and he did a little sort of contest. Uh, for you know, 2042 versus MW2, and what he did was he uh he awarded points per category based on which game he felt won in the particular category, and I actually took the time the took the time to put his uh, points in, into an actual spreadsheet. <laughs> so uh, I didn't share that with you, Evan. I apologize for that, but that's fine. Uh, so here's, okay. So here's the categories he went through the state of the game, uh, the state of the game on release content. Uh, yeah. State of the game on release content, gunplay, movement, audio, TTK maps, performance, crossplay, attachment systems, the UI, and then SBM and, and, and EBMM engagement pace matchmaking. Okay, so here's so here's basically how Ender's broke it down. And of course, if you haven't watched the video, if you don't follow Ender's, you know, of course, follow and 
editors on YouTube and, and Twitch and everything. Uh, it's Battlefield content's fucking great. Um, so, okay. So, like I said, he went through all these categories. He broke it all down. I wrote some little notes down just to kind of remind myself. So, game, so release, the game, the, the state of the game at release. Uh, he went through all of his points. He awarded the point to MW2. That's not really even a question, right? I mean, right, yeah. <laughs> that's, that was like, he like talked about that literally for like 30 seconds. He's like, this is not even a fucking contest. Battlefield 2042 was in was in just an utterly abysmal state when it launched. MW2, surprisingly, I talked about this a little bit on Twitter, I think. I tweeted out, MW2 has not crashed on me once. The game hasn't crashed on me. I have like no problem finding lobbies. The performance is pretty good. It's pretty amazing actually how well the game is running and straight out of, you know, straight out of the gate release. So, I mean, clearly MW2 wins this point, not even a question. Content. Uh and he was basing and he was he rewarded Oh my gosh, man! This wind, in my, this wind around my house is so fucking crazy right now. <laughs> Sorry, I can hear even through my headphones. I can fucking hear shit, but I have to have my windows open, otherwise, it fucking just absolutely bakes in my room. Uh, so yeah, so he, I'm I'm trying to get this out. He compared the content of MW2 to the content of Battlefield 2042 in its current state, not at launch, which is a little. Which is fine, because even if you would have if you would have awarded you know sort of compared to 2042 at launch, he I would say it wouldn't even be uh it wouldn't even be a contest who would get that point it'd be M Dub, but even he even he awarded the point to M Dub in this category too even in the current state of content available on 2042, how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, I would I'd probably agree with that. It's got a lot more guns. Um, I didn't play a ton of the maps, but I'm sure they're better than even like a lot of the rework stuff and the the new maps we've gotten overall is probably a little higher quality. Um, yeah, so I I can kind of agree with them on there. Although again, I I didn't experience all of that stuff in COD. No, right, and no, and I would tend to to agree with them as well. There's the the camel grind. There's the you know the 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 M Dub camel grind is there. They're all there. All the mastery camos, all the attachments, all you know, the operators, the maps, uh, the different game modes. Yeah, even in 2042's current state, I, I I agree with him awarding the point to M Dub as well for the content. So okay, so like at this point, it's like two nothing M Dub, right? Uh, but before we continue. Junkie Boy has made an appearance and absolutely gifted a fucking sub. Let's fucking go, dude. Let's go, Junkie Boy. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for that, sir. Uh, okay, so then he moves on to gunplay. And for gunplay, I didn't write any notes down for gunplay. Okay, yeah, well, he kind of goes into it. Uh, it's, he actually, okay, so how much M-Dub did you play? How much of this game did you play? I played... Two matches of multiplayer and 13 campaign missions. 
did the visual recoil make you want to yes. projectile vomit? Yes. yes. <laughs> Why does my elite special forces Delta Force Spetnaz SAS oper- operator have fucking trigger actuated Parkinson's disease? It's disgusting. <laughs> it is. It is incredibly disgusting. It's so bad. If you now, it's worse uh, with just iron sights, right? It's yes. it's so bad. I mean, your fucking iron sights like literally like jump halfway up your screen and just fuck it just bounces around like fucking just it, like you're yeah I, like you're being thrown around in a fucking crashing plane or something. I don't know. It yeah, it's terrible and it's not much better if, when you put sights on the gun. It's really not. Uh, and so given that and given the like next to no recoil visual recoil that you get in battlefield 2042 and just sort of the overall state of the gunplay compared to, to compared to mdub he awarded this point to 2042 now i like i i mostly agree with this but like there's something about the gun the gunplay in mdub 2 that is kind of satisfying it other than sometimes like the damage range on some of the guns is so bad it's fucking just hit marker central just fucking hit markers for days sometimes it's really annoying at just like you know as soon as you get out of side of a range that in 2042 you know it's something that you would expect you know seems like a pretty good damage range anyway so at this point it's 2-1 it's two on uh, MW2, right? He awards this point to gunplay. Then he goes on to movement. Uh, he, of course, he awards the point to 2042. The movement in this MW2 game is so fucking dumb. Yes. They fucking straight up decided to, like, fucking, like, they, they thought they were making a realism game. Like, yeah. Yeah, what were your thoughts on the movement? Um, so... The gameplay stuff is the big reason I refunded. Um, the trigger-activated Parkinson, Parkinson's disease, and again, my Delta Force, Betnaz, SAS, Army Ranger guy, feels like he's also on my 600-pound life, or some other TLC show. They move The base movement is so slow. I don't care I know. about the slide, it's... the slide canceling and the bunny hopping and shit. Right. But God, the movement is fucking slow. It feels yeah. more like Rainbow Six or Squad or Hell Let Loose with how slow it is. It's really slow. It's wild. And you only, you know, you tack sprint. But once the tack, and I don't, I haven't even like figured out how to like, Re- well, I mean, I think I don't think you, you can't reactivate tax sprint, but the cooldown on your tax sprint is like a fucking it's like eons. Like I I use it, and then I can't seem to like use it again for like I don't even know I don't even know when I can use it again. I generally end up dying before I can use it again. It's really crazy. And then when you're just like regular sprinting, the regular sprinting even still feels like pretty fucking slow. I know it's really wild how fucking how like just you're in a, a morass with the movement it's really yeah it's yeah. pretty frustrating um the lack of bunny hopping yeah i don't people people are still trying to do it people are fucking jumping around corners like fucking crazy still it's really funny actually 
And of course, with like a fucking shotgun or a sniper fucking quick scoping me in the face or some shit, you know, just fucking classic M-dub shit. So movement to 2042. So now we're, we're all tied up two to two. Then he moves on to audio. Lots of good audio in M-dub two. The gun audio sounds cool and all the, and a lot of the audio sounds pretty good. However, as he was saying in the video, and he's right, it's none of it's particularly actionable or gives you any kind of read in the game. The footstep audio sucks. Still, still sucks. It's like I sometimes you hear footsteps and it's like, I, it, again, they did They fucking did a straight up realism thing with this game. It's fucking crazy. You'll hear footsteps. I think when it like makes sense, like if they're if you're. If your Spetsnaz Delta Force guy is running across like a floor that seems like it looks like it would make a lot of noise, then yeah, it will. It'll make a lot of noise. Um, like if it's like a metal floor or if you're running on some kind of like a, a balcony or like a deck or something, right? It's like you can you can kind of hear that, that footstep noise kind of like, you know, echoing. But any other time, like if you're running on some dirt or if you're just running down a hallway or something... You you don't hear fucking shit. I fucking get fucking barrel stuffed by shotguns all the time. I fucking run. I come around a corner by some guy fucking sprinting with a shotgun. Didn't hear him. Whatever. Didn't hear him whatsoever. Had no fucking clue he was coming at all. You know. And I'm running right towards this person. It's like I would. There's no. You would hear some motherfucking. I don't care if you are a Spetsnaz fucking Delta Force. You know, Death Squad soldier. When you're running in combat boots. That makes fucking noise. That makes noise no matter, you know, unless you're fucking running on some kind of shag-ass carpet, right? I mean, otherwise, that shit makes noise. You don't ever hear anyone coming around a corner. You never fucking hear anybody. And then, you know, you got a fucking shotgun stuffed, you know, shoved down your throat. So, audio to 2042. I'll tell you what, the audio in 2042 is a very redeemable quality of 2042. Footstep audio is great in it. The guns, you know, the gun audio could sound a little cooler maybe in some cases, but some of the guns sound really good. Uh, you know, and then everything else, a lot of the other stuff sounds good too. The vehicles and everything. So, yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that one? No, I, I agree with them a lot on, on all the audio stuff. Yeah, g guns and M-dub sound really good. Everything mm -hmm. else is very muted. Which is funny because it is only the second game in my life I've ever had to turn the volume down on. Yeah, the game is yeah. so fucking loud. The only other one was M Dub Nineteen, so I'm not that surprised. But fuck, man. I know. Um, speaking of which, not exactly an audio thing, but it's just another kind of like weird thing about the game, dude. The physics in this in M Dub are fucking crazy, man. If you miss. If you miss throwing a fucking flash grenade or a stun grenade or like one of those things that you, you know, because when you throw those tacticals, you, you know, your, your fucking Delta Force Spetsnaz dude throws them like super fast, right? Mm -hmm. But if you fucking don't, if you don't throw it just right, if you hit the corner of something, that motherfucking thing bounces right back at you at like the speed of fucking light, man. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. I flashed myself so many times. Cause like I'm expecting to throw it a certain way, but it's sometimes like it it some it doesn't go like where I'm trying to throw it a lot, and there been there's been a few times too, where like I'll throw it into a room, and I'll stop, and I won't enter the room, and I'll still get flashed. 
I will still fucking get flashed to myself. I'm like, why did I just get fucking flashed? That fucking flashbang is in this whole other room that I'm not in. And I just got fucking flashed by that thing. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, there's a lot of like, I, I said this about MW2. The game is like, the game is fun and annoying in exactly equal parts. There's, you know what I mean? There's plenty of things that I'm like, I'm having fun with, but there's also a lot of shit that is annoying the shit out of me about this game, which, you know, maybe we'll get into a little bit more. Um, so now a point, another point to 2042. So now we're looking at a five to three lead for 2042 in Ender's comparison here uh, of uh, in his video to MW2 in 2042. Then he moves on to TTK. Uh, and he gives the point for TTK to 2042 as well. Uh, and he, he explains this by saying actually that 2042 actually just edges MW2 out. And actually I was just talking about it. MW2 at certain points at certain ranges just becomes fucking hit marker central. It's like, it's really wild. Like, uh, you know, within a certain range, your gun feels powerful and it feels like exactly, it did exactly what it was, what it was supposed to do. You know, uh, with how many, you know, however long you pull the trigger, how many hit, hits you got, whatever. But then, like, outside of a certain range, it doesn't matter what gun you're using. Like, it's like, it's fucking just, you just hit marker, hit marker, hit marker. Okay, that was like seven hit markers. Why isn't this motherfucker dead? You know, so, um, and the T, I think he said, you should watch the video. It's a really, it's a good video. He, he talks a little bit about, what you know some issue issues he had with the ttk for 2042 uh but he he ends up giving the points 2042 for this uh and so now we're looking at a four to two lead for 2042 in this comparison uh, of mw2 and 2042 sorry i got fucking something stuck in my teeth here sorry little uh little dinner sorry there little lo mein some wife made some actually fucking delicious fucking noodles dude with like broccoli and fucking carrots that's good shit uh all right so what was next oh then he gets into maps point mw2 <laughs> it's just like just that, that this was another one that was like wasn't even a debate the maps in fucking battlefield we've talked about it the maps in battlefield 2042 are fucking trash they're getting slightly better with the reworks the orbital rework was pretty nice so yeah so so point MW2 there. So now we're looking at a four, a four to three for 2042. Uh, he gets into performance. He gives the point to MW in this. This is another one that was like a little like, eh. this is like such an apples and oranges one, you know, but at the same time, I've played a few uh, games of invasion and ground war, which are, somewhat bigger maps still not nearly as big as 2042 maps but even on those maps and with more players and with more going on the game has run very well the game has run really well and of course there was all kinds of performance issues there still are performance issues with 2042 uh so this was a point for mw2 so now it's a it's a four so now we're all tied up at four at four to four right so now he moves on to cross play and he gives the point to 2042 for crossplay simply based on how bad, how powerful the aim assist is in MW2. And it is, it's pretty bad. If you've been following anything about MW2, you've almost certainly seen 
the videos going around of people literally just like not even you know uh apparently you have to apparently are you familiar with kind of how some of this amos stuff works do you have to be like moving your character for the aim assist to kind of, you know, and by moving your character, I mean like using the one stick that actually moves your character's feet, right? Forward, back, left, right. I think so, yeah, but I I don't know for certain. Okay, yeah, I don't know for certain either because I know a lot of times, I, a lot of times when I see those videos of them like, sh- you know, di- uh, uh, di- you know, uh, showing how strong the aim assist is, Demonstrating, that was the word I was trying to fucking use. Demonstrating how how powerful the aim assist is. They'll generally be like moving their character strafing left to right or something. And then you'll just, you know, and they won't even be touching the fucking stick that aims your gun. And then the game will just like be sticking to, you know, to the bad guy. Or there's been, there's been videos where, yeah, you know, someone will be standing still. And if someone passes in front, without even touching the aim stick, you know, you'll just see the character kind of move. So I think that is part of it. It's like, as long as you're kind of moving your character's feet in some way, like the game will literally just aim for you. Now this does exist in 2042, but what Enders is, uh, as Enders explains in the video, it's not nearly as strong as it is in MW2. Like it's just egregiously terrible. It's like, it's like auto aim in MW2 and it's pretty bad. So he gives this point to 2042 uh, for the attachment systems and attachments and sort of gun content stuff, he actually gives the point to 2042 uh, simply based on the fact that, and he is correct, the unlocking attachments and unlocking guns in MW2 is the most convoluted fucking nonsense I have ever seen. It's fucking crazy. Stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. I, I think it was the drop shot boys were talking about it. To unlock every attachment for, I think it was the M4, you have to use like 30 different guns. Hey, give me all the attachments for this gun on this gun, or at least the family. That it, It's so dumb. It's so stupid. It's, yeah, it's actually insane. It's actually insane, like that they would. I mean, okay. You're going to make people use a variety of guns and it does sort of force you to use a variety of guns, but like 34, yeah, tie the fire, got 34 guns to get every attachment for the M4. Yeah. You have, so you have to like end up using at least 34 different guns to, yeah. I mean, okay, cool. You forced me to use every gun, which I mean, I guess it's, but like, I don't, what if I don't want to, damn it. You know what I mean? My fucking freedoms. Let me fucking play the game I want to play. I know it's, yeah. It's crazy how convoluted it is. Now, he doesn't... It, one thing Enders doesn't mention is he doesn't mention the plus system. I think the plus system is another thing that just gives the edge 2042 because the plus system is just a fucking really good little, you know, in-game tool for, you know, for using shit. So, uh, yeah, so there's that. So so now we're at... We're looking at a 6-4 to four lead uh, for 2042. Holy shit, guys! <laughs> Enders, and he said at the beginning of the beginning of the video, he was like, "Hey, look, this is." He hates both games equally. It's like there's no bias kind of thing going on here, and I believe him. You know, it's a it's a yeah. whole thing. Then he talks about the UI. Uh, he actually awards both games a point for the UI, uh, which ends up you know which so which makes up end up making it a seven to five thing. I won't get too much into you. Well, the U, the UI is another. The UI is just as convoluted as the attachment system. There's like so.
so many sub menus and other menus. It made me physically ill. Yeah, no, I know. It, it it frustrates the shit out of me. Like I still, like when you when you get a game, you feel like you know, if you're an OCD kind of gamer, sort of like me, like I like knowing how. Or I like getting into every single menu, looking at every setting, so that I, you know, I want to have, I want to have looked at like everything I can set in the game, so I know, you know, if I wanted to change something, I know where to find it, you know, if 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 there's something I want to tweak, I know that I know where it is. If there's something about the gun I want to tweak, I want to know where it is. Good luck doing that in this game, man. If you're if you're like OCD. If you're like really, I'm not like really heavily OCD, but if like if you have like a true neurosis over being OCD, man, you're gonna lose your mind with this game because you're not gonna. The menu systems are so fucking deep, they're so convoluted. You're just gonna get fucking frustrated. You're gonna get lost trying to find shit. They kind of don't make sense. I don't really understand what like the, the what the receiver progression menu even means. The I still can't really make sense of like what the camo. Uh, section means like why are these there's all these camos and i get there's these camos just for certain i bleh. <laughs> it's fucking crazy it is the absolute antithesis of the 2042 menus which are the simplest most basic fucking lazy menus that have ever been created <laughs> it's fucking he awards both points so it's a seven it's a so a two-point edge for 2042 and then when he gets into SBM and engagement-based matchmaking, he actually ends up awarding zero points to, or no points to either game, which makes sense. Can't really even make a comparison there because as, as far as we know, there's zero skill-based or engagement-based matchmaking in 2042. We know it exists in MW2. And it's like, so if, if one has it and one, the, the other doesn't, then it's like, well, obviously you can't really, you know, can't make a comparison there. So yeah, so... Uh, 2042 is a better game than MW2. <laughs> you know what I mean, hey, let's go, right? That's fucking crazy. But anyway, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a it's an objective look though at the games. Like, what what are your kind of overall thoughts on that? I mean, I agree with them. Obviously, I refunded mm -hmm. Modern Warfare and I didn't refund Battlefield. No, um, you did not. Yeah, no, I I would tend to agree with them on pretty much everything there. The Call of Duty does some things right. I do think that the the actual gameplay mechanics of Battlefield are better. The TTK is an instant. The movement feels a lot better. I can hear footsteps. You know, the things that matter when I'm in a game, for me at least, are better right. in Battlefield than in Call of Duty. Ty, Ty, I'm glad there's a search function. Yeah, no kidding. I've never actually used the search function. There's, <laughs> let's 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 talk about that for a second. There's actually a search function for the settings in MW2. <laughs> there's literally, so like, I want to find out where the, I don't know, whatever kind of graphic setting is. Type it in. I want to find out. I want to search for what. Uh, probably what a lot of people will use it for maybe is like i don't know like i don't know i don't know if you can search the attachment or the gunsmith stuff i'd rather i'd rather search the gunsmith like okay uh show me the receiver for this what do i have to do to unlock this and then show me what do i have to do to unlock this stuff it's fucking yeah it's really wild actually 
how fucking confusing the menus can be in that game. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's fun and ex- annoying in exactly equal parts. It's like, it's M-Dub, but it's, it's really so much different than 2019. And, you know, the, the M-Dub that came out in 2019, it's really wild, actually, the direction they took with this game. And obviously it's, it's not made a lot of people very happy. Some people don't mind. Some people think it's interesting. I don't know. So, uh, you had a bug where all my, Oh, cool. Like, all right, well, there you go. At least 2042 and MW2 have a bug in common, right? Rob dog. <laughs> uh, apparently Rob, uh, Rob dog uh, experienced a bug that reset all of his settings in MW2. So actually, my, the fucking the 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 graphic resolution has reset a few times on me, which is like, but that one's always. I mean, you notice it right away because you're like, oh, my graphics looks like shit. It's like, oh, my graphic resolution must have reset, right? So, yeah. So, so anyway, so yeah, so yeah, so that was what were what were some other reasons? Well, you talked about it a little bit, but like, yeah, so you ended up refunding it, like you just weren't going to do it like it was well you said you mentioned something about it like you know and it is it the game is kind of an unfinished game except but it's it's an unfinished game that i don't know it feels a hell of a lot more polished than 2042 you know when it came out but it is definitely an unfinished game so like that's kind of what that's part of what went into you refunding it that was yeah if nothing else on principle after the launch of 2042 and honestly gran turismo 7 to an extent I've decided I'm not paying full price for an unfinished product. You know, there's no hardcore mode. That's all I play in Call of Duty. Not that it matters in this game because the TTK is basically hardcore (laughs) anyways. It kind of is. Yeah, it's it it kind of is. Like I said, at certain ranges. Yeah. Yeah, that the lack of a combat record, which, again, isn't something I really care about, but that should be there on the launch of your game. And who knows if they're actually going to bring it, you know, they might want to hide that from everyone so that little Timmy's can tell the gaming definition or shroud or enders or whoever that their dog shit at the game because <laughs> they can't see their own stats and they play against, you know, 12 year olds and shit. So, right. There's, yeah. There's a lot of little things that added up to it for me. Um, I'll get it on sale, but as it sits, I also got the vault edition. So it was like a hundred fucking something dollars. For right. Yeah. Like, so that was another big part for me. Right. I'll get it on sale at some point, but yeah, I'm not dying to play it. I've got plenty of other games I can play in the meantime. Yeah. No, Hey, I, I totally see that, man. I, I'm actually kind of, I thought after you said that, I thought to myself, I was like, you fucking make some good points. It's like, I don't know. I might just fucking refund it, but I don't know. Like I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been playing a ton, a ton of other stuff. Um, like you know, I picked up The Witcher Three on this. Uh, uh, for you know, when I was kind of tired of playing some Battlefield, I picked up Witcher Three again. I haven't even finished the 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 uh, main story in Witcher Three yet. I'm really close. I'm like right near the very end, actually. Um, but I kind of like put that away once, you know, once the, you know, patch 2.2 came out and like, so we were playing a lot more battlefield. So like when this came out, it's like, I don't know. I mean, I really, you know, I dug play in 2019, but I'll tell you what, speaking of the hardcore mode, 
I'm actually thinking when it does release for this game, I'm probably going to play that a lot, actually, because it, they, it's you're right. It's like the, it's what they went for. The, the The gameplay plays like you should be playing the game in hardcore. It's really it's really strange. You can play it in core, obviously you can, and it's a more challenging experience to play it in core, especially with the gameplay mechanics the way they are in the game with the slow movement and no bunny hopping. And if you jump, if you jump and try to ADS while you're jumping, it dramatically slows down how fast you ADS, right? So it's like there's all these things they did to the gameplay that make it feel like you should actually be playing in hardcore. And I actually kind of want to, I think I want to, I kind of want to like just set my fucking, uh, my M5 or whatever, you know, uh, my MP, MP5, uh, which is called the Lockman or something or other, which actually looks like shit, by the way. I'm actually kind of bummed about that. The Lockman, whatever, the Lockman, it's based on that whole receiver that, like, is surround, you know, that is based on the MP5, but it looks like dog shit in this game, and that really kind of bums me out, actually. I think it looks fucking terrible. But, like, I kind of want to play the game modes where I would just set my fucking MP5 to, to semi-auto with a silencer on it. And I could still kill someone with two shots, right? Because yeah. <laughs> it's just fun. It would just, you know, with a silencer on it, I can feel like I'm fucking, you know, Charlie Sheen and Navy Seals, you know, just fucking, you know, just real silent, like, just just fucking and put someone down with two fucking shots, right? It, that. That's kind of what this gameplay feels like it's supposed to be. That's really kind of crazy, actually, to say, but it just is. So, anyway. So, all right, that's our thoughts on on Battlefield and MW2 this week. And uh, if you're new to the podcast and uh, you like listening to us to talk about video game and MW2 stuff, or MW2 and and Battlefield 2042 stuff, uh, we're about to enter a portion of the podcast that we have not done in quite a long time, actually, uh, we're going to answer a few of the Q&A questions that are on our Discord. Uh, they're questions that uh, you, the listener slash viewers, uh, go to, you know, if you've joined the Discord, join the fucking Discord, of course. Uh, you may have put typed out a question in the pod Q&A section, and we answer those on the podcast. And I figured since, yeah, we haven't even hit an hour yet, right? So, uh I knew we were going to have kind of a slow, you know, it's going to be a slow week this week, not a whole lot to talk about. So I said, fuck it, let's uh, let's answer some of the Q&A questions in our Discord that we haven't addressed yet. Do you remember where we left off? Do you remember which one we should be looking at here to start off with? Uh, um, I think we start ended with Junk Pup in May. Um, the May f- next one. May 15th? E-19th. Okay. I think that was the last one we did. Yeah, okay. So the so the May May 15th of this year, Junkie Boy uh yeah, asked you about need for speed games. Yeah. What's your favorite? How would you design? Yeah, oh yeah, okay. So we we definitely so you definitely answered that one. And then I remember we had a little some kind of little problem with uh Yeah, what's the Okay, but before we get into that, I gotta take a piss. So I'm gonna go drain my bladder into a toilet uh, and then come back here and then we will get into it. Uh, so sit tight, I'll be right back. 
Right on Perfect time. Timing. Perfect timing. Alright. Alright, so let's uh let's get into some QA. Why don't we here, boys and girls? Uh so you you're pretty sure this one from the nineteenth we should address? No, I think that was the last one we did. Oh, okay, okay. I think. If not, sorry, junkie boy. Oh yeah, I remember I remember talking about this. Yeah, I remember talking about this, because I remember my answer to that was Assassin's Creed for the second one. <laughs> yeah, I remember, actually. Okay, that's fuck. Holy shit. Uh, all right, cool. So, Face the Squire, friend of the pod, hasn't been in the chat for a while, right? What the fuck, Face, right? You know, get your get your ass over here on the Twitch stream. I know you still listen to the podcast, though. So, uh, in, so Face the Squire asks, in an alternate timeline in which the devs realized 2042 wasn't ready last year and delayed it to release in holiday of 2023 when it's ready and there are no new COD or Halo titles releasing that we know of, what do you think the perception of Battlefield would be going forward? I.e. long delay like Halo, but a much better game on release. Hmm. Well... I think it would have made a massive difference. Maybe not a delay that long, but it definitely would have been better if they delayed it even just a year. Or six months. They could have delayed it six months, the release of season one. I mean, it still wasn't great. It was certainly better. Yeah. Um, but, like, here's the thing, right? Like, so in his question, he says, like, holiday of 2023. So we're talking, like, that's a fucking year from from today, yeah. right? Yeah. Thing is, is the game would probably have looked totally different. Oh, yeah. There's a good question. There's a good chance the game would have released with classes in it, right? Because, uh, yeah, well, right, yeah, because if you think about it, like, by now, right, like, okay, so, like, say the game hadn't come out now, right, but we would have had, we, by now, if the game wasn't released, we would have gotten tons of, like, looks at, like, what they're doing with the game, and, like, you know, six months ago, so six months ago, when they showed, here's what we're doing, and there were no classes, and the community was losing their mind that there were no classes, they would have probably went, okay, okay, we need to get classes into this game. So in 2023, when the game releases and in, in faces alternate reality, right, like, it would have released with classes, probably. I mean, because we know they're going to put some semblance of a class, of classes in Season 3 when it comes out. So, like, but still to the point that you just made, which is correct, yeah, it would have been way more positive because there would have been classes in the game probably, right? It would have been way more polished. Hopefully the the maps would have ended up being better, you know? Maybe they, they, they probably still would have stuck with 128 players, I would think. I think the 128 player thing is something that was like a big sticking point, like, because, you know, they... You know, uh, our, you know, I'm sure the argument what argument was like, look, you know, our technology can handle it, and there was, and our servers can handle it, and all that shit. So, yeah, so I think it, yeah, I mean, 
uh, I like you know what what do you think the perception of Battlefield would be going forward? It would yeah, it would have been way more positive. It would have been way more positive. People would have been yeah, like we would still fucking be playing Battlefield Five right now. But like at the same time, like it's I don't know. Yeah, I wish they would have. I wish they would have fucking saw through way more whatever their vision for this game was because i've dude i'm telling you like it was gonna this if they could have done that because that's what active activision is doing that with this mw2 game we've got this campaign we've got multiplayer and then we're gonna get this dmz mode and then we're gonna get you know, Warzone, the battle royale mode. Like they, we've talked about this before. Like that, they clearly had something in mind for creating some kind of completely different battlefield experience with Hazard Zone, but they couldn't. They just couldn't get it done. They couldn't clearly. And like, yeah, I mean, like, duh. it's neither here nor there. But like, yeah, but 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 I mean, I'll face this question. Definitely, like you know, kind of puts that thought out there. Like. I wish they would have just fucking waited. I wish they I wish fucking Electronic Arts and their fucking and fucking, you know, their corporate fucking dickheads could have just fucking lived with the fact that like, look, we want to make the game we want to make. We want a good Battlefield game and you're just not going to get a new fucking Battlefield product, you know, until 2023. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. an interesting hypothetical if nothing else. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Um, um, okay. General, the objective. Devin, okay, we get this puppet rolling in. Do you guys think they will ever port? Okay, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Devin, see you later, boy, our general of the objective, of course. Uh, do you guys think they will ever port in any BF4 maps into the game? I hope so. I hope they do. I don't know, dude. I mean, like we were just we were just talking about it. They can't even fucking take the time to code actual new weapons into the game. They have to fucking you know flip a little flip little switches and port uh, portal weapons over to All Out Warfare. So yeah, I don't know. Do, would you? I mean, would is there any BF4 maps? Do you would like to see them port into oh, the yeah, game? For sure, I would love to right? see like Zavod three eleven locker. Or or Metro, you know, Ub yeah. Grinder. Um Pearl Market was a great map. Pearl Market was um, good from the close quarters, yeah. Yeah, there was one in final stand. Oh, it wasn't Operation Whiteout. No one was trash. Gi- oh, Giants wow. of Corellia. Uh, might yeah, Giants of Corellia was pretty good. Hanger Hangar 13, Hangar 21. Hangar 21, yeah. I think it was Hangar 21. Yeah, that was a great map. I that was a good map. It had the Titans in it. It had the, like, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would, I don't know. I don't, I don't. But, you know what, to answer his question, no. Fuck, no. I don't, I don't think they will. No, we're no. at the end of Season 2, and yeah. they've added no maps to Portal. So no, they've added no maps to Portal. We're only getting one new map every season. They can't even fucking code new actual weapons, right? There hasn't been. Am I? I'm not the crossbow, right? That's the only actual new weapon they've coded. Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. The crossbow, the AM40, the right? BSVM, and the BSVM. Okay. PF41, Avancis. Avancis. Okay, so they have coded new weapons. Okay, cool. But 
they've dropped him in as seasonal content. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So, to answer your question, Devin, no. Fuck. They're not going to put any BF4 maps in this game, but I wish they would. I, yeah. Z uh, Zava 311 and Locker. Yeah. No. No. Okay. No. Not Zavod 311. As much as I would love them to do that, because that's a banger of a map. Not Zavod 311. Locker, because I want that meat. Yeah, I would like to have them do that meat grinder map. And either, either Golmud Railway. Hot take. I know, but but it's like it's it's Battlefield 2042, right? We've got tanks. We've got helicopters. It's a good vehicle play map. It's a good it's it's a good map for vehicle play. It is. Regardless yeah. of how you feel about the map, it's a fun map for vehicle play. It offers lots of fun tank battles and lots of things for helicopters to do and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It's not a good map. It's not like a good it. map. No, it's a boring map. It's pretty it's it's very it's it's very akin to a 2042 map. <laughs> for sure. It's yeah. just it's just kind of like ugh, it's there. It's not very cool. I would love to say Paracel Storm, but they would never do that. And I know that's not a super popular map either, but it was a kind of a fun map. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Hein I was going to say Hainan Resort, but Hainan Resort was like too a little, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, but it doesn't matter. They're not going to. So thanks for the question, uh, Devin. Uh, Junkie Boy asks another question. Based on the recent... This is now okay. All right, no, we're actually kind of. This is actually just back in uh, September, actually, right? Or no, yeah, September. Uh, so, Junkie Boy asked just back on September, not too long ago, based on the recent announcements of a narrative experience in Battlefield's near future. What would your ideal version of what would be your ideal version of that concept? Would you want it to be a co-op campaign with evolving seasonal content or something else entirely? You don't care because <laughs> you don't give uh, a flying fuck. If it was a co-op game, that would be fun. You know, you can get a squad of four or five people together and kind of fuck around. Maybe the maybe the objectives are the same, but the map and the placement is different every time you load into it. But it's still kind of the same general mission. Um, yeah, that would be something that'd be kind of cool, actually. Kind of like a, a Left for Dead or a Back for Blood type of, type of campaign. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I, 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 I'm picking up what you're laying down there, especially with like the kind of like back for blood or left for dead sort of campaign style kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, yeah, no, I agree. That's that's exactly what I would actually like it to be. Or you know, yeah, um, yeah, something that you kind of progress through some co-op campaign missions, but then like sort of the story elements work their way into the game, like sort of like with the Easter egg stuff that's kind of going on in the in, in the game right now, which I still have, have not done any of at all. God, no. Yeah. But I mean, no, yeah, something, yeah, stuff like that. I would like to see it, something like that. I don't, campaign, you know, a campaign is a campaign. Like that's what MW2 has done, right? Like you played the campaign, but then there's sort of story element stuff going on if you decide to do the spec op missions. Like there's some story element stuff happening there. Um, and then, of course, obviously some of that stuff will work its way into Warzone 2, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I would I would like to see him do something like that in this game for sure, uh, Junkie Boy. Uh, Ty the Fire Guy with a little little hot take in the chat. 
Says they can keep Metro in the damn vault, huh? Ty the Fire Guy, not a fan of Metro. Really, dude? Now, I would, that's surprising, Ty the Fire Guy, actually. It wouldn't have surprised me one bit if you would have said keep Locker in the vault. But Metro was like, I thought Metro was like a pretty universally liked meat grinder map. Even though, you know, it's still a fucking meat grinder, just fucking no skill, fucking spam grenades and spam. But, I mean... I always uh, am I am I bugging like don't most people prefer Metro over Locker? I think they're probably pretty tied. I prefer oh, yeah. Locker. There's some more flanking routes than on Metro, but they're both good. Just frag, turn your brain off maps. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. Locker's got the whole outside ridge part that does make some outside. of the flanking yeah yeah you can try and get underground and get under people yep. and come up the stairs you get underground you can get in some of those flanking positions and gaining the flanking positions does become a whole thing unto itself because you can people will just fight outside on that ridge line for a long time yeah you just got burned out on it yeah leah locker too okay i got you i got you to the fire guy uh all right Chunky Boy asks another question. Now that the Battlefield franchise is 20 years old, do you think it will be able to last another 20 years? Um, at, the, at this rate? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? How many franchises have been around for 40 years? Mario? Sonic, I guess? You know? Zelda? Zelda? Yeah, we're, we're, name, we're naming, we're naming, we're listing off the most iconic video games of all time. Exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. It might do another ten if they can get their shit together. I but. think they can make thirty. Halo made thirty, right? Yeah, Halo made thirty years. Forty is is a stretch, but who knows? Sort of. It's a little bit of a stretch to say Halo made thirty years because, I mean, what was the last game that released before this last Halo game? Halo. Five. How long they might ago have was had that? Some spinoffs. Yeah, they might have done some spinoff shit. Halo Five was a while ago. I don't remember. It was fucking dog shit. R right. Halo game. I never finished the campaign of. No kidding. Wow. Halo Five released in 2015. 2015, seven years ago, and here they just yeah. I mean like. Oh, boy. It's almost a little bit of a stretch to say. I mean, okay, they released another Halo game, so technically that's like 30 years, right? So, yeah, but uh, I'm not bugging, right? That's 30 years. I've, that was, I thought that, or was it like 25? Um, I can't remember. Original I think it was Xbox probably like 2002 was, or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. The original Halo release date was November 15th, 2001. There you go. Yeah, so 30 fucking years, yep. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, so it's another 20 years? I don't know. I don't think so. Nah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they're going to release another Halo game eventually, probably. I mean, what game, like, what of, I mean, like... <sighs> Like what you know, what game franchises that kind of come to mind as like these kind of big iconic game franchises have like actually just retired, right? Like just faded out of existence. I mean, like you know, I mean, Battlefield and M Dub Two are big ones in the first person. They're the big. They're the ones in the first person shooter genre, right? They're the ones. Yeah, they're the biggest. Yeah. 
I you guess know, I'd put Halo up there, but Halo, maybe not yeah. this one. Halo, uh, you know, and then you get into like some of the more campaign-y type games. Uh, well, you know, the uh, Gears of War, right, was kind of, you know, was pretty big. Yeah. Uh, Dead Space, uh, right, Dead Space, like, you know, th- those types yeah. of games. I don't know. It's like, yeah, what other ones? Hey, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, it's. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of strange to think about. Like, they would actually, you know, they would have to make the conscious decision, right? Like, this is going to be the last Battlefield game. I don't know. It's like, it's it's such a, the landscape of gaming would have to change in such, like, a, such a strange way. Or, like, a way that I, could, I don't even know if I could, like, really put my, uh, you know, ex- wrap my mind around to where you would never make some kind of like you know you just wouldn't make a first person shooter game like battlefield it's like yeah, i mean yeah. it, look at what's inspired it's clearly it's it, this game is clearly inspired hell let loose in squad and you know or or, or you, you could say mw2 has inspired those games as well right i mean like just having you know that style of yeah of of uh yeah i mean yeah well okay uh, here you go here's the one that is pff, dead uh medal of honor right Oh, rip. rip. It died twice. Yeah. It did die twice, yeah. Well, yeah, rip, 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 rip indeed, I know. I actually really dug Medal of Honor games, actually. Yeah. They were pretty fun. Yeah, the old ones but, were fun. The reboots were pretty cool. I didn't play play them online, but they were fun stories to I, play through. They were fun stories, and I actually did play a little bit of Medal of Honor uh, Warfighter uh, online. And yeah, like, and, and and I was playing it around the same time, like MW2 was out and it like, it, it did not stand up to like MW2 at all. Like it was, it was bad multiplayer. It wasn't, it wasn't good at all. Like I remember, I remember trying to play it and I was like, this is just like, none, none of this like makes any sense. It doesn't, it was not a fun multiplayer experience at all, actually, from what I remember. Yeah. So, so yeah, but that's inter- a very interesting question, Junkie Boy, for sure. Um, if anything, I think they would do like what Doom and Wolfenstein did, and kind of go away for a while, and then come back as like kind of a rebrand. There you same go, right? Yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah, tie the like tie, uh, tie the fire guy, like Metal, Metal Gear Solid, right? That's a game franchise that has it's it has they haven't released a Metal Gear game in a while, but they're like you like you were just saying, there could. Hideo Kojima, wait, yeah, Kojima, right? Yeah, yeah. He got announced tomorrow. There's going to be a new Metal Gear Solid, yeah, Metal Gear game next year, right? So it's like, who knows? Konami won't let that happen. There's that's the problem there. Oh, really? Konami owns the rights to the name. Kojima did all of them. Mm. I think. Don't hold me to that. Well, you might be right. That's probably why he did the uh, Death Stranding game, right? Yeah. The walking simulator. Is that what it is? Is that is it? Did you play it? Kind of. I haven't. I've seen some videos, and everyone's like, "Yeah, you just walk a lot." Oh, it really? Like an interesting game, though. I might try it at some point. I've always been intrigued to try it. Yeah, because it's you know it's, it's Kojima, so it's like I mean, that fucking Metal Gear, right? So yeah. Uh, did you ever play the Last of Us games? No. Me either. Which is I've why watched, I'm. I've watched my girlfriend play through two. And while they look like they're very good games and the story is good, I can tell right away I'd fucking hate the gameplay. Oh, yeah, no, the gameplay's, yeah, the gameplay's. I, for, I don't resource manage. Give me bullets, I'm putting them in people. Yeah, it's, and it's, but that's the other thing. That's the thing, too, is it's like, 
it's resource management, but it's like not even that hard a resource management. It's like really easy gameplay, but I'm super excited. I'm actually going to get HBO. I haven't had a subscription to HBO in like a minute, but I'm going to get it to watch the show because I know the story. The story apparently is like really good because all my friends that have played it are like, oh my God, man, how have you not played this game? It's so amazing. The story is so good. So I'm like super stoked to watch the show and find out just how cool this story is. Right. So, yeah. Uh, are you going to do that at least? I'm going to, I'm going to do that for sure. We'll probably end up watching. Oh, it. if your girlfriend's been playing it, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I'm very skeptical of media that's not video games based off of video game stories. Yeah, true. So far, they haven't come out very well. No, well, but apparently, the that's the thing about the, people. People don't like this game for the gameplay. People like this game because apparently the story is really good. Yeah. So, and I don't know anything about it. So I'm like. I'm glad I've like avoided spoilers. Uh, even even with all the stuff, even when the second one came out, and I like saw tons of people talking about it. Like I never, I didn't. Even if I did, I guess I don't remember. So whatever. Anyway, so I'm excited to watch the show. Actually, uh, okay. Devin, general of the objective, asks: <laughs> Has the daily ibuprofen for your lower back pains taken the toll on your stomach lining yet? Of course, that's in reference to me because I'm a boomer. Uh, no, Devin, stomach lining's good. Uh, if anything is taking a toll on the stomach lining, it's the alcohol, not the ibuprofen. So, yeah, so no, I'm good. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, what's the deal? Okay, yeah. So, next question is from Devin again. And this is a fun one. And I, this is the one I was hoping to address for sure. What's the deal? So Devin, General of the Objective, asks a good question. Finally, actually, Devin, right? What's the deal with hockey players fighting? Why do refs let them just duke it out rather than in football or baseball where they try to break it up immediately? Is it a tradition thing? I'm not complaining. I love it. I just never understood why. So we're uh, getting two sports in one hockey and <laughs> boxing. <laughs> well, yeah, well, somewhat. Yeah, there. Yeah, there were actually some hockey players who looked like they could fucking box, actually. Uh, yeah. So, OK. And that actually that actually yeah, it's sweet. So that's actually wrapped. We're, now that catches us up to our uh, Q&A questions. Right. So faithful, objective, faithful, get in the discord and start asking more uh, questions in the pod Q&A because this finishes us up right here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what's the deal with hockey players fighting? Junkie Boy uh, did post an article, it looks like. Uh, and he talked about this actually had to do with the decline in fighting or whatever. So here's the thing. I can't say exactly why, right? Like, I mean, I don't think anyone could tell you exactly why. I'm sure like some hockey historian some fucking, you know, some absolute French Canadian dude from like Montreal, right? Who's <laughs> done, who's done a documentary on hockey could tell you exactly what the deal with fighting in hockey is. Um, I can't, I can give you the anecdotal sort of, you know, uh, way evidence, so to speak, of, of why I think it is, given that I am, in fact, 46 years old and have 
been a hockey fan since I was, in fact, a child, which was, you know, a million years ago to all you fucking children out there. Um, I mean, it's probably a product of the game itself. It is... It's a more full-contact game than football, right? I mean, obviously in football, American football, the hits are fucking brutal, right? And the hits are hard, but they're real fast, real quick, and, like, once the ball is dead, the the, the play is dead, right? The play just stops. Same kind of thing, and it's the same kind of thing in baseball and or and or basketball, right? It's like obviously basketball. Basketball is the only is the one game that's a little bit more analogous to hockey because it's like it just constantly moves, the ball's moving and being passed and stuff like that, right? But the game of hockey, constantly moving, right? The the, the only time play stops is when a goal is scored or a guy you know, uh, gets uh, called for an egregious penalty, tripping or cross-checking or something like that. The game's constantly moving, and it's full contact. Very, very full contact. Checking, hip-checking, you know, fucking uh, shoving guys. Shoving guys to get them off the puck and shit like that. So, obviously, things are going to get real chippy real quick sometimes. Hot, you know, hot heads, or, you know, cooler heads will not prevail you're fucking, you know, you're in the midst of mortal combat trying to win a fucking, trying to win a hockey game. The point is, is to get that guy off the puck. So, I mean, like, so it stands to reason as guys get chippy with one another, as they start to fucking like, you know, as the game wears on and you're trying to fucking win, things get chippy and you start fucking shoving each other. And next thing you know, you're like, hey, fuck, you know, hey, hey bit, you know, you motherfucker, like, you know, you shoved me. And you, no one ever likes, no one likes getting shoved. You don't, you know, you're like, fuck you. You shove the person back. Next thing you know, you're fucking fighting, right? And you're fucking fighting. And it was probably that way for a very, very long time uh, in the game. And then as the game kind of progressed into like, you know, in the, in the early, early stages of the game, it was very much like any other sport. It's like everyone just kind of did their thing. There was nothing particularly special about any player until like sort of the fifties when Gordie Howe came along. And then a little bit later when Bobby Orr came along and you started getting these guys who like really just had clear skill that was just above, you know, above the rest. Right. So when a guy was a skilled player, because, you know, obviously now we've established like fighting as a thing. So now if there's a skilled player, you're going to, you know, you protect the skilled player because the skilled player is the one who you're going to always pass the puck to. He's going to always score the goals. If you fucked with my, if you fuck with my skilled player, I'm going to take you out motherfucker. Right. And that's, and that was, this was kind of the enforcer thing that junkie boy posted about. So in the sixties and the seventies and in the eighties, the enforcer thing was a real big deal. Bob Probert, right. Is it comes to mind. I know for a fact that if anyone is listening to this podcast, who was a big hockey fan, they're going to fucking be pissed that I don't name some of the other enforcers. And I apologize for that. My brain is like, you know, I, I'm trying to remember the names of some of them. I want to say Al Iafredi was a big enforcer guy. There was the Broad Street Bullies who played for the Philadelphia Flyers who were big enforcer guys. And they were uh, Mark Messier. Mark Messier was Wayne Gretzky's enforcer on the Edmonton Oilers for a long time. 
like those were the they literally hockey teams would make sure they had at least one or two guys on their team. They weren't necessarily like really good players, but they were big and they could fight. And if you fucked with our skilled player, if you fucking hit him, if you hip checked him or if you if you fucking checked him dirty or if you tripped him or some shit, that enforcer was coming for your ass and he would get you at some point in the game. He would fucking find you and he will beat the shit out of you because you fucking hit Gretzky or you hit Steve Eiserman or you hit fucking whoever. You hit fucking, um, you know, just some one of their skilled players. And the refs, of course, always knew this. It's like they, you know, this is this is what gets done. This is how it this is how the game polices itself. And that has been a whole big thing in the last like 10 or 20 years because it's like that kind of thing has somewhat gone away. They try to clean up fighting because obviously it doesn't look, I mean, you know, it doesn't in, you know, the the more sort of like, you know, advanced age we're in of sports and stuff like that. It just wasn't like a super good look for hockey players to like beating the, you know, to be beating the shit out of each other. So, yeah, so that's essentially the the long and short of it. Devin, that's why there's fighting in hockey. There's still fighting in hockey. It's not like it used to be. It's not nearly as prevalent as it used to be. And it's kind of a bummer because the fucking fights were the best. I mean, you know, like the dude, I was at the game. I was at the game. None. Okay. I'm, I won't get too into this, but when, 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 uh, Darren McCarty went after, Claude Lemieux after Claude Lemieux fucking cheap shotted uh cheap shotted uh what's his name into the fucking boards yeah. uh drapes <laughs> you're like yeah yeah that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was at that fucking game that fucking McCarty exacted revenge on 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 uh, Claude Lemieux yeah so that's that's basically it it was it's that's the fighting I mean people they they still fight not like they used to which is kind of like I said, it's a bummer because it was always fun when guys fought, man. You, you knew like Ty Domi, man, Ty Domi on the fucking Maple Leafs, Ty Domi and Probert used to want to fucking square up to each other. Like you just knew there were certain games you knew like there's all oh, these motherfuckers are fighting, right? Like they're the one of them talks shit to another one or whatever. It's like you knew they were going to fucking fight. It just wasn't even, you know, it wasn't even a fucking. Yeah, that game was in night. That that game was in 1996. Junkie boy, guess how old I was in 1996? 21 years old. <laughs> to the fucking day, 21 years old. Uh, yeah, 1990. Yeah, it was after February. So yeah, so I had turned. I had turned 21 that year actually. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you were two. Yes, you were two was, years old. I you, was four. You, I was four. You fucking children. Fucking you absolute fucking children. Yeah, so there you go. That's it, Devin. That's the long and short of it. That's the fighting thing in hockey. Uh, it wasn't always about enforcing. Sometimes there were just fucking guys who just liked to be assholes. And they, you know, um, uh, who comes on? You know who's a fucking Brad Marchand? Fuck Brad Marchand, right? I would fucking assault Brad Marchand if I ever saw him on the street. Actually, I probably, well, I probably would. He's actually not that big. He is big, but... Although, if Brad Marchand was on the Detroit Red Wings, I'd fucking love him, right? So, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so that's it, Devin. That's the that's the fighting thing in hockey. And uh, De- and Evan's just like, you're just like, I don't know. What the fuck you're talking about, man. <laughs> Have you watched oh, a hockey this- game in your life, dude? No. No, I think I've watched hockey fight clips on YouTube. That's my extent <laughs> of hockey. 
<laughs> that's the extent. Well, all right, that's fine, dude. Uh, yeah, Junkie Boy Boston always had scrappy players. Yeah, for sure. They've always, yeah, a lot of like you know, they always kind of well, all the original six teams always tended to have kind of your scrappy players. So, yeah. So all right, that wraps it up for this week, boys and girls. Uh, like I said, join the fucking Discord. Check the fucking show notes. There's a link to the Discord. There's gonna be a link to Julian Jenga News. Uh, uh, tree links. All of the links are going to be in there to, uh, to so you can find the podcast that we will be joining, that myself and OSB will be joining him on. Should be fun. Rate us. Rate us on Apple. Rate us on Spotify. Five stars, four stars. I don't fucking care. Leave a review. We'll read it for you. We'll read it on the podcast. Uh, everyone hanging out in chat, I appreciate you chilling with us. Junkie boy, thanks for the gifted subs again, man. You're the fucking you're you're a fucking absolute king, dude. Robbie boy, cramped. This just in. Uh, all of our patrons, of course. Like fuck, I forgot to bring up the patron list. I don't know. Tell them, tell them about what sports you do watch. If you have ever watched any sports, right, Evan? Uh, have you watched any sports ever? I was into football, and then I got a driver's license, so that stopped mattering to me because I could just go places. <laughs> um, I went what? to a I went to a baseball game this summer because the you tickets did? were free tickets in a box with all you can drink booze. I did not leave the box to go out to the little stand thing where the seats were outside. You didn't even go. You didn't even go out to the, the the little balcony where the seats are. No. No, I sat in one chair. I sometimes looked at the TV that had the same game on, and I drank and I bullshitted with my friends. Let's go. All right, dude. Hey, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it when you got free tickets to a fucking suite at a fucking baseball yes. game, right? Yeah. At uh, what, the uh, Great American Ballpark? Is that what they call it yep. there in Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Great American Ballpark. That's right, man. <laughs> Tie the fire guy doesn't care for sports at all. That's fine. That's fine. I know. I know. I know who are my. I know who my real ones are in the community. Robbie boy. I know Robbie boy likes sports. Chunky boy a little bit too for sure. Uh, speaking of our beautiful patrons, Cramped Club, Junkie Boy, Battlefield, Aussie Menace, Rob Dog, No Good, Noped, This Just In, the Iron Ranger himself, Jaron, and of course, Big Baby, and of course. See you later, boy, our general of the objective. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, for everyone, for hanging out and chat. We love you guys. Stay safe out there. We will see you next time. Deuces.